0: I know there's a lot of stories out there right now about artificial intelligence and everything that's going on with it. But this one today, this is something different. And of course, our contributor, Scott Chance is the one who tracked it down. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. How are you? Happy Friday. Uh, oh, yes. Happy Friday. I'm fascinated by this story. Yeah, me too. Uh, this is the story of the first ever AI church service so a man in austria at a convention that happened in germany put this whole thing together and he used ai to create the entire service including the music this is all church music that like happened throughout the service that was created by ai he also uh the the ai prayed During the service, it gave the blessing. And then, of course, it also um, preached a sermon. And I asked him all about that. Yeah. I'm just sorry. I'm so confused because this seems... Antithetical to what going to church should be all about. It's about connection. It's about people. It's about community. Yeah, and you are absolutely right. So one of the questions that I asked him, and you'll hear this, of course, is like, "What do you do with that?" You know, uh, if if a com- if God can be replaced by a computer, what's the point in having yeah. having a God? Uh, and so we'll get into all of that. But the first thing I asked him is like, "Like, how do you even because?" To me, a computer has to be able to, and when I say a computer, obviously I mean like an AI program, it has to be able to understand the thing that you're talking about. So how do you explain to an AI program what a God or a, you know, a spiritual being is actually like. So I started by asking him, you know, like, how did did this process start? How do you actually even create a service, a full church service using AI? Uh, His name is Jonas Zimmerlein. He's a theologian and philosopher at the University of Austria. And uh, here's what he had to say.
1: So it started with GPT. GPT lays the groundwork for the whole process. And gives out the text, so you tell them like what their objective is. For example, what is the context? You say, "Hey, ChatGPT, you are a AI preacher at this um, church service. Um, Now lay the groundwork or organize the, um, or give like an like a roadmap how you would do it." And then you ask them, "Okay, now now choose a." Um, Psalm, for example, or a text to base your sermon on, and then they will choose um, according to the um, to the concept it laid out before, and like step by step, you get a text or like the textual groundworks for uh, the entire church service. Um, roughly, I would say like 98% of what was. Theme and the creative and um, potential came through algorithms and AI.
0: That's really incredible. How, how do you think that that service compared to a regular church service? Do you think it was better? Do you think it was maybe not as good, maybe lacking in, in some parts or was it, was it just as good?
1: Um, it depends. I would say it's not really comparable uh, quality-wise. Um, we are just not there yet technic- like technically, but I would be optimistic that the technical side will be solved in like a year or something. But on a more profound and existential level, I don't think AI will ever adequately replace humans. And it would be weird to think so. And I would, I would like challenge anyone who would think that's a good idea, to be honest.
0: This is one of the things that's so interesting about what you've done here. Um, I think that many of us are looking at AI and GPT as something that will take the place of, um, jobs like data entry and jobs that are fairly, you know, Mm. um, um, cut and dried, black and white type of jobs, whereas uh, preaching sure. a sermon, it's it almost seems like an art form and it requires, uh, in my experience, requires like a, a deeper connection and emotion and a spiritual component. Um, so it's interesting to hear how you've done this. So I want to understand mm-hmm. like the purpose, were you trying to, and I agree with you that I'm not sure that it will ever GPT will ever be able to replace that were you trying to dispel that or were you trying to find a way to um speed up the the sermon prep process what was your intention or what were you trying to prove
1: in in doing this i was curious and that was the aim of it like how would people react to this kind of experiment would they be able to have as you said like spiritual experience when they um, pray the Our Father together with a an AI, an AI as the lead, um, like prayer conductor. um That was kind of the question. Like, would people feel anything? What would they feel? And if they felt disgusted or uncomfortable, I would be. I was curious. Like, what is it that makes us uncomfortable? What? Are these nuances that mm-hmm. probably AI won't be able to replace. I think we can learn a lot about human sermons actually by replacing it with AI and see what's lacking here.
0: What has the response been from people who have taken part or took part in the service? What, what was their reaction?
1: There was different reactions. For many, it was a relief because they realized that we are far from being replaceable as pastors and for others, it was uh, it was just laughter. There was a lot of laughter, actually, like people were laughing a lot. I don't know. It, it felt a little like people were also uncomfortable in their laughter mm-hmm. because they realized that it's not that far off, actually. Uh,
0: that's uh, Jonas Zimmerlein. He's a theologian and philosopher at the University of Austria talking about an AI church service. And he mentioned that people were laughing during it. I feel like I would be laughing, like the nervous, awkward laughter of, like, the computer. God is the computer. My God is the computer. I'm scared. I don't know about this guy's decision to do all this. God, that this this clearly needs a deeper conversation. (laughs) Thank you for that. My pleasure.